Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Pod Cancer Radio Show. Coming to you on this Thursday, March the 19th, just before noon, before I pop into my own sweat session. So hopefully, if you're listening, this finds you being safe and healthy and doing all the things you need to be doing to put your body and your mind in the right place uh, to be productive and keep things moving, uh, regardless of uh, all the things that have come your way in this past you know, week or two weeks that I think all of us are, you know, kind of feeling it in one way or another. And this is going to be a Q&A podcast, which came from all of you sending in requests on Instagram. And again, a reminder, if there's certain things you want me to touch on, I'm happy to do them. I'll get to as many of these as I can throughout the episode and try to keep it quick because I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm actually going to uh, set up our home gym either this afternoon or tomorrow because uh, that's kind of the phase we're moving into, uh, and I will share a lot of that with our 47-Day Transformation people, with the Inner Circle guys, and obviously you guys who follow us on Instagram, you'll get you know, what we throw out there as well. And again, reminder, our YouTube page, we have over a 1,000 videos there. Jeremy Scott Fitness on YouTube, you guys can subscribe. We'll be loading those there, um, obviously, throughout the weeks as we go. And uh, other than that, you know, I'm just trying to adjust to this new normalcy of life as is for me. Uh, really, I'm just hustling, uh, trying to connect with all of our people and everybody else. Again, reminder, our 47-day transformation, 100% online program is starting here in just over two days. It actually starts on Monday the 23rd, but we're closing enrollment on Saturday, I believe about 6 o'clock Arizona time because there's a lot of legwork to get people in. We coach you guys every step of the way. This is going to be the most interactive thing I've ever done. Uh, probably the most work I've ever done in that context too, even though I'm not working with humans uh, in person at this point, I'm going to give everything to this humanly possible. I'm going to just over deliver my fucking face off for you guys inside of there. And that is my promise to you. Um, So I'm excited about it. It's cool. It's kind of kept me in a positive mindset and the weather here is beautiful too, which has helped. And so if you guys are interested in that, Hit me up, shoot me DM, email as fast as possible. I'll give you a podcast discount code um, to hopefully you know make things a little bit easier for you. And you guys can work out in your living room, in your apartment, in your garage, wherever you're stuck at with me through all 47 days. And then we'll see where, where life has us end up there. And, and if we're still kind of in this phase, I, I do have another program ready uh, for you guys on the back end of that as well. So I'm prepared. Uh, to help you guys stay healthy and fit, and not just physically, but, but mentally at this point for sure. And what I've been doing just personally before I kick off here is just trying to do things to put me into a positive mindset and avoid, you know, the doomsday negative shit that it's, it's a rabbit hole you can go down really quick. How I equate it is like when you get sick or when you think you have something wrong with you, and then you go on Google and you self-diagnose like super crazy and uh it puts you in a bad place and you start to believe like everything in there and I feel that with some of the the outlets if you read certain things and other people's comments specifically uh it can take you down a a dark uh rabbit hole and again I don't know if that really changed anything so it's like information is important but there's also such a thing as information overload and so what I've been doing is like at night just watching things that put me in a good mood so like obviously like the Office, Parks and Recs, but even just like movies uh, that I would do as, watch as a kid, because when I was a kid, I'd ha- I 
I don't give a shit about most things now, but I'm an adult now and I have responsibilities and people I'm responsible for. And so obviously there's a certain weight I carry every day that I didn't carry when I was 12. Like when I was 12, I didn't give a fuck other than about like rap music and sports and video games and like maybe, you know, trading basketball cards with my friends. Like that was about it. So I've been doing things to take me back to like that 12 year old state, such as uh, watching movies that I used to watch as a kid. So the other night, what did we have on? Uh, we watched Hook uh, with Robin Williams, the, the Peter Pan story. Uh, Julie Roberts is in there too. Dustin Hoffman. That's a pretty badass cast, honestly, that you think about it. Um, so we watched Hook. And then last night, I just I worked all day uh, trying to get everybody situated and, and adjust to what we're doing here now. And uh, then I turned on uh, Richie Rich uh, with Macaulay Culkin, which is also actually a pretty good movie. I was like watching it. Like, this is actually a pretty good film. Uh, maybe I just uh, convinced myself of that, but the, the nostalgia of it uh, kind of puts you in this you know, happy place and in the, in the right mindset. And I did also see something uh, on Facebook people showed of they're putting up Christmas lights uh, kind of in this, this phase because, you know, the Christmas time puts you in a good mood. And it, obviously in Arizona here, there's people who never took down their Christmas lights, which my wife just it drives her nuts and she can't stand it. And I was like, last time I'm like, Heather, I'm like, fuck it. I might put up Christmas lights. That might put me in a good mood. So I know she'll probably kill me if I do it all over the house, but we do have this little Christmas tree that I think I'm going to kind of try to dig up and find and plug in because I think that would put me in even better mood too and keep things positive. And I think it's little stuff like that, uh, that really does help. And sometimes it's the little things that, uh, that make the biggest difference. So that's how I'm rolling uh, through all this. And so without further delay, let's go down your questions here real quick. A lot of this is things I've touched on before, but I thought I'd answer your guys' questions. Some of them are you know, tied to this time frame. Some of them are, are things you use in the future. But uh, we'll dig through them, and then I'll probably jump on the podcast tomorrow with a bunch of stuff I have in the queue that I want to share with you guys. So the first one. The process of becoming more lean and when is lean enough, quote unquote, enough. You know, honestly, we did a podcast called The Cost of Getting Lean, which if you guys have not listened to that, I would go on, just go on Google, type in Jeremy Scott Fitness, The Cost of Getting Lean, or scroll through on iTunes or the podcast app. I go into great detail. It's about an hour long, and I walk through all the phases of getting lean. It's playing off of the uh, infographic Precision Nutrition did and just kind of breaking down you know, the price you pay to be a certain level of body fat. And it's an individual call for everybody. I think we all have a lean level, or I, I call it a fat ceiling. Like We all have a, a, a certain body fat percentage. We all have a certain weight or a certain image we're willing to let ourselves get to. And once we get to that and we get too disgusted, then that's that's our fat ceiling. And then we start kicking things into gear and tightening things up. And so for some people, that's, you know, having abs. And when they stop to not having abs, then they, oh, I'm getting out of control. They wheel it back in. And when their abs show up, then they think they're good. For some people, it's a certain dress size or pant size. For some people, it's under 200 pounds, over 200 pounds. Some people, it's 300 pounds. Obviously, you see, however people are walking around, that's what they're okay with. And it's just an individual call. And I say it all the time. There's a certain level where your fitness steals your fitness and the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Like where you're giving up so many things just to be a certain body fat percentage. I don't think it's, you know, really worth it. So that's my takeaway. Next one, menopause and losing weight. Um, I will get somebody on here to talk about that because clearly I've not went through menopause. I have heard about it from many women here, people here, and uh, 
I don't want to speak on it because I'm not an expert by any means, but I'll get uh, maybe Dr. Wilder to come on and share her two cents and some other women as well to get their take. Next one. I'd love to hear professional thoughts on Bang energy drinks. Are they healthy? Honestly, I've never had a Bang energy drink. I don't want to say anything bad about them. I don't know. Uh, but most energy drinks, I think there's probably better options out there for you. Are they the worst? No. Like in college, we used to crush Red Bull Vodkas or like Rockstar Vodkas. And even after that, like when I first got into fitness, before I was a huge coffee person, I would do like the zero calorie uh, Rockstars. I do think coffee is a much better alternative. If your goal is to get caffeine from it, there's much healthier ways overall than to do the energy drinks. Now, some are better than others. I don't have a huge list. It's something I could do some research on and go into detail. But uh, again, I think coffee uh, tends to be your best friend for sure. Espresso, coffee, those things are great. They're natural. There's a lot of studies that show uh, there is benefits of having them in your life. So I would go that route. Next one, basic macro breakdown for weight loss. Uh, that's an individual question. We have a free macro guide. If you guys want it, hit me up. I'll shoot it to you. It breaks down the macros. You can do the calculations per your body weight, how we suggest it from anywhere from you know drastically extreme to just kind of the slower uh, fat loss version. So we do have that available. Next one, Big Eaters Podcast, Controlling Hunger and Satiety. Again, we're all different with the food stuff. That's why nutrition is so hard because individually we all are so unique. Um, and we all have a protocol and we all have our own eating style. Even if I practice intermittent fasting and my best friend does as well, the way that we do it won't be the same. Our emotional triggers, our hunger triggers, our cues, what we mentally can and can't go through will be different. So what I have found helps, staying hydrated like crazy. Two, drinking coffee. Both those things help with hunger. Um, getting quality sleep helps a ton too. Honestly, you know, the last week uh, I was stressed like most people. And uh, I used to think I was an overeater that way. And I come to find out I, when I stress, I am not hungry. I do not find enjoyment in food. And I thought I would always be the opposite. And I haven't stressed in so long, like at, to that level for a couple days. It's... Uh, I forgot how I was, I guess. And so I found myself eating, you know, once a day, like, which is not, you know, crazy for me because a lot of times I do eat once a day, but eating so much less and not even having a desire to eat anything, like no cookies, no, like, I just didn't give a shit. Like, I was just like, I don't feel good. I'm not getting enjoyment from food. I don't like it. So for me to control hunger, if I get quality sleep, if I'm hydrated, if I'm drinking coffee, I tend to be hungry less. And obviously, if my stress levels are normal, I have the normal hunger. If my stress levels go up, I tend to actually eat less. Now, for satiety, personally, obviously, being hydrated is key and understanding the difference between being hungry and being thirsty. But meal size, for me, not frequency, is the key. So the size of my meals, the bigger they are, the more satisfied I am for longer. I think that's most people. And having a meal that is heavy with proteins and fats and then having carbohydrates fill the rest depending on your need and what you work out wise did for the day. So again, to be satisfied, bigger meals, protein heavy, fat heavy, carbohydrates filling the gaps, whole nutrient dense food, not processed shit. Because if I ate a whole bag of cauliflower rice, a ton of Brussels sprouts and like fish and I was drinking water, I'm pretty full for quite a long time and it's not that calorie dense where if I just eat you know a bag of chips and a candy bar and drink like a Mountain Dew that's like 
10 times the calories, but I'm hungry like two hours later. Does that make sense, you guys? So whole foods, I always think, are the key in high-volume foods. That's why we always say veggies uh, with your proteins and fats because you can eat so much volume and the caloric impact is not that big. Next one, macro considerations for different body types. Again, I'll send you the free macro guide. You guys can go through it. Obviously, if you're an ectomorph, you're going to get away with eating more food. If you're you know, endomorph, you probably can't eat quite as much because your body's just not going to burn off and that's the body type you are. And then there's obviously mesomorph, which is in the middle. So uh, again, check out the guide. Happy to send it to you guys. Maximizing indoor workouts during the shutdown. Uh, again, like I said, I'm going to share a ton of stuff on Instagram. If you guys scroll my Instagram, I've posted like 5,000 times. Most of those are workouts you can do damn near anywhere, anytime. The other one, obviously, if you want to join the 47-day transformation, that is there for you guys as well. And that will be more workouts than you're ever going to want to see in a 47-day time frame. You'll have way more than 47 ideas. You're going to probably have about 147 by the time that thing's all said and done. So that's what I would suggest because we can coach you through it. Also, our YouTube is there. And really just being efficient and uh, you know using what you have when you're there and getting creative. That's why a person like me exists to help you guys through that. Next one. Suggestions for hitting your goals while trapped in the house. Again, think, same things I just mentioned. Uh, you guys can all follow them there. And again, I'm not trying to sell you guys on the 47 day, but obviously we run a business here. We're not in person anymore, so I'm going all in on that. So if you want to join it, I'm happy to walk you through it. That would help you reach your goals a lot faster. If you want all the free stuff, we have a Jeremy Scott Fitness Facebook page. It's free. I've been posting a workout in there every single day. Jeremy Scott Fitness Instagram is free. You guys can grab all the stuff there. Jeremy Scott Fitness YouTube page is free. You guys can grab all the stuff there. I send out the email newsletter three times a week. The next 50 days, I'll probably do one every single day. That is free. All those resources you can have, and they're on me. That's what I would suggest. Follow those things. Set a schedule. Have a plan. If Again, if you're at working from home and you can set a workout schedule, we're going to work out at 7 o'clock every day. Or on these days, I'm going to work out at 7. On these days, I'm going to work out at 12. I'm going to do these movements these days and these programs on these days. Or if, obviously, if you're in a program like ours, we spoon feed it to you and it's just plug and play. Otherwise, setting a schedule and a routine like anything in life and being consistent with it is going to help you be, I guess, much more productive towards everything you're trying to reach. Next one, why is strength training more important than cardio for fat loss? I think they're both important, honestly, just like your nutrition is an important piece. They all kind of go together. I would say this, when you strength train, it's creating this like metabolic effect on the body, right? Like this afterburn, if you will, where it's like if you're on a treadmill and you run for 30 minutes, you burn the calories for 30 minutes and you're done. When you strength train, you're damaging the tissue you're putting such a stress on the body that it's trying to create more muscle tissue over time. And as we say, your muscle is your metabolism. So the more muscle, lean tissue you can carry on your body, the more energy it takes for your body to just exist, right? So it's not just about the, the workout in the hour. It's the, the fitter you get. It's like the, how the rich get richer, right? The fitter you are, you keep getting fitter because of it. Like your body has to work so hard just to maintain the lean tissue. So the more muscle mass you have on your body, 
the fitter you're going to be, the leaner you can be over time. Does that make sense what I'm saying? And strength training is a huge part of that. I think mixing them together is probably ideal for most people. So having an aerobic component and a strength component inside the same workout is probably the perfect synergy. Doing that three times a week minimum or three times a week, just committing to that, that's probably fine. For 52 weeks, that's probably your golden scenario. Three legit workouts like that every week for 52 weeks with a good diet, you guys will crush it. Next one. Eating while at home. Well, all of us are going to be eating at home at this point. So like everything I always preach, proteins, produce, you know, other carbohydrates that fit, throwing some fruits in there, water, real food is the key inside your macro ranges. Sky's the limit. Next one. Eating healthy while quarantine, avoiding stress eating. It's a personality thing for sure. Uh, I go the other way. Some people go, you know, the stress route. What I would say is be active. Move your body every single day. If you're stuck there, do more than you normally do. It doesn't got to mean go kill yourself and go crazy with the workouts, but like, you know, go through mobility, foam roll, do the things you can do on top of your workouts and work out every single day, do something. There's no reason you can't set a little challenge to do 50 push-ups every single day for the next 30 days. Do 100 bodyweight squats every single day for 30 days. They don't got to be the same every single day, the same kind of squat, the same kind of push-up and the same rep pattern and the same schemes. You can mix those things up, but you can commit to doing those. And I think the more active you can be, the less shittier you'll eat over time because you're putting in all this work. You don't want to punt it just for the food. And again, when you're at home, don't go buy the shit that you're going to want to binge on. Buy healthy things. Fill your house with healthy things just like you would any other time of life. It's not that complex. And I know it's easier said than done for some of you guys. But if you don't bring home a bunch of cookies and chips to your house and you're stuck there, you can't eat a bunch of cookies and chips. If you don't order it, if you don't bring it home, it's not there for you to get, especially now if you can't and shouldn't be you know, traveling around and doing as much as you used to. If it's not there, you won't eat it. Out of sight, out of mind, if you will. And then even if you get a hankering for it at you know midnight, it's not in your house. So throw some Brussels sprouts in your mouth and pretend they're Oreos. I know that's not realistic, but I mean, fuck it. What else can you do? If it's not there... You can't eat it. Next one. Uh, daily macros and meals used. Uh, in our 47-day, I will share basically all the meals that we eat for sure. Uh, and again, I don't track macros anymore. I don't need to. But uh, if you guys have never done it before, I would highly suggest it. Like using my fitness pal uh, is a great way to get started. Next one. Motivation in the midst of being stuck at home with the kids. Or with him and the kids. Well... Uh, that's a great one. My take, this is a great time for everybody to make health and fitness a priority in your life. I think you need to now probably more than ever to keep your immune system up uh, and to keep your sanity for sure. I don't know with the kids stuff. It would be tough. I mean, maybe make, you know, have your time for sure. Or maybe your your husband or wife takes the kids and you can work out and then you swap or vice versa. Maybe you do a family thing. I don't know. Sometimes it's probably structured to have your own time. Sometimes it's probably nice to include them. The kid thing is tough. My wife and I don't have kids. It's just a dog. And for everybody out there who has kids, uh, I respect you guys to a level you, you probably, I can't really put it in words because I couldn't do what you're doing right now and be this person I don't think because my wife and I have eaten a lot of shit in the last two days. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. And we'll share that stuff after all this has passed. But 
I couldn't be this person if I had kids, I don't think, today. I'm not equipped for it. And you guys are, are truly rock stars. You and our medical professionals who are out there, we had a lot of doctors here and nurses here who are doing the work on the front lines. I'm hearing a lot of their stories. Um, I, I want them to, to, to be safe, and I, I truly do appreciate them and what they're doing because, man, I, I couldn't do that either. It takes a real special person to deal with the shit that they're inundated with at the hospitals right now, and that is going on here um, in our communities, and it's very fucking real. And uh, just, just know I do appreciate you guys, the firefighters, the, the police officers, the military, our medical professionals. You're the reason why we can do the shit we do, uh, and it means the world to me. It's the same thing with the parents. I told Jacob the other day, I'm like, dude, just so you know, you work in a fake environment because I'm like, my wife and I, it's just us. We don't have kids. If I had kids right now and last week and like even yesterday specifically, we got dealt the shit we got dealt, I wouldn't be able to fucking breathe. Like I wouldn't even be able to breathe and I for sure they would already be bald. If I get out of this not being bald, it's going to be a fucking miracle. Otherwise, I'll be Bruce Willis um, by the time it's all said and done. God. But in all seriousness, like you guys who have kids, man, I respect you because it's not easy to do, especially in times like this when, when your stress level is high and your anxiety is high and you're just you're being a good example and you're being a leader for them. Um, it's impressive to watch. And so I thank you guys for doing that. So to be motivated, I think you have to block off your own time. And you and your husband have to talk about that. You and your partner have to talk about that. And include your kids on some of it. Make it a game. Make it a play. Make it fun. Challenge each other. Do little things that are cool. And then obviously have your own time to uh, you know, get the real diligent work in as well. Next one. So maybe some tips for all the fitness influencers out there who follow you. You're the man. I appreciate it, dude. Uh, my tips at this point, dude, just do the best you can for your people, uh, for your clients, for your athletes. Give out the free stuff you can give out. Ask your people to support you because small businesses are getting literally fucking murdered right now. Uh, same as the big ones are. This is a, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, my wife works for Corporate Marriott. It's not going uh, super great right now for them. In fact, it's the worst it's ever been for the company in 90 years. Uh, for for that industry, uh, it's you know worse than. 9-11 and the financial crisis uh, of 07, 08 together uh, right now for them. I, I've never seen anything like it. It is definitely unprecedented and uh, they're struggling. And I know small businesses are too. Fitness people are too. Everybody is getting affected by this. And what I would tell you is if nothing else, you know, ask your people to support you in this time any way they can. Be there for them any way you can as well. And maybe just reach out to them and ask them, hey, do you need anything from me? What can I do to help you? And this is your opportunity as a quote-unquote influencer, your opportunity as a coach to be a coach and to shine and do the best you can, even though you're dealing with shit too. Try to show up for them and be there for them because we're all just wondering like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, when is it going to get better? And this is what you do as a fitness professional, as a health professional, as a leader. People need somebody to lead and somebody to show up. And if this is your chance, then... Show them that and help them as best that you can. And I think just maybe reaching out and saying, hey, is there anything I can do for you? How are you doing? And just just be there. That's what the fuck we do. That's who I am. And uh, I'm doing my best. And there was a, a day or two here where I was like, fuck. I'm like, man, I'm questioning myself. I'm like, can I, can I be this person still as uh, things are kind of melting down around me? And I don't have a choice. I, I can only control what I can control. And I would urge you all to do the same as well. And I think... 
you're going to see some of the worst in people, but I think you're also going to see some of the best in people during uh, the stuff that we go on and uh, just band together and try to be there for your friends, your family, your neighbors, and everybody else. Next one. Maybe what a full day of eating looks like and the cheat meals it consists of. My man, I have a podcast titled Jeremy Scott Fitness, How I Eat Daily. You can click it, listen to it, and I share everything in there in detail and more. How to deal with a significant other that does not value fitness as much as you do. We also have a podcast. I forget the title of it, but it's like uh, Eating Healthy Despite Your Partner. I think it is. Give that a listen. Next one. Your take on how nutrition structuring impacted by training style. Hit, strength, training, power. For sure. Obviously, how you eat uh, depends on your goals. So if your goal is to be the world's strongest man, you're going to eat different than the girl who wants to be the greatest yoga teacher ever. It's just common sense. If you want to gain weight and muscle, you have to eat in a surplus. There's no way around it. If you want to gain size and get bigger, you're 190, you want to be 200, you have to eat in a calorie surplus every single day. Not every day, but over the course of... It has to equal that basically every single day. Otherwise, you will not gain weight. You will stay the same or you will lose weight. Hopefully, that makes sense. If fat loss is the goal... You have to eat less calories. You have to be in a caloric deficit to get smaller, to get leaner. So if you're going to run a marathon, obviously you're going to eat a lot different than if you're just going to go for an hour workout. So it has to match the goal and the training style and the outcome of the activity. So yes, it it does matter. And you have to structure each one of those differently. I'm not going to break each one down here. Uh, That would be like a three-hour podcast. But yeah, you have to eat different based on your goals and your body type and you know, what you're trying to accomplish. Next one. Uh, oh, man, I'm almost done. Hard abs workouts without equipment. Sure. Again, all the places I mentioned before. Next one. How to deal, uh, how about not to get burnt out from the same workouts? Okay. Again, we I shared all the resources. Uh, we have them here for you guys. Reach out. You can ask for them. Again, our YouTube, our Instagram, everything. There's so much free stuff. Uh, there you can dig into and uh, anytime it's there. And again, I'm going to keep posting and keep doing everything. I, I have I'm kind of in a weird space the last couple of days because I'm trying to get everything here organized and uh, put together for sure. But over probably by about Sunday or Monday, you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff from me on all of our platforms, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, our website. Am I forgetting anything? The podcast and our newsletter. So I'm going to be sharing stuff on all those platforms all the way. And then obviously our 47 days is going to take a lot of my time up as well because I'll be in there pumping out stuff like crazy. So uh, it's just an easy way. And I'm trying to give back to all of you as much as I can because obviously things are a little bit gnarly right now. But just know we're in it together, man, and we will uh, we'll rip it. So those are just the quick questions I had here today. I got a lot of stuff to get done, so I'm going to wrap this podcast up and make it relatively short. But if there's other things specifically you guys want to hear from me, I'm happy to touch on them and kind of update you on everything here as we go. But I do have a lot of topics off the cup that I will dig into. So again, I appreciate you guys more than you know. Um, I love the requests. I love the comments. And a reminder, if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star Leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. If you have an iPad or a MacBook, just click the iTunes icon, go to ratings and reviews, five-star it, and comment that thing below. Um, It is the oxygen to keep this podcast going. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Feel free to subscribe to the YouTube page. A thousand and I think five videos on there and counting and plenty more coming over the next month here. And again, a reminder, if you guys do want to jump into the 47-Day Transformation Program, hit me up. I'm happy to... uh, 
share the podcast discount code for you guys to help you get in there and make things a little bit easier or just share it with your friends and family. That's another great gift you could give to me and it could help them as well. Especially now, I think it'd be cool to have a an online community of resources since we can't really physically uh, be in connection with one another. And I think it'd be a, a pretty unique and neat thing. So I probably be back here tomorrow touching base with you guys. But until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love, people you enjoy, because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to all of you guys soon. Peace.